Shorzy? Who? Shorzy. Him. Shorzy. Ah, uh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to our first of what we hope are many, many episodes of Shorzy. I'm Dean. I will be wearing the uh, there you go, the C today as we navigate <laughs> through the episode. You may know me from our Big Brother Letterkenny podcast, How Are You Now? Or other podcasts on the Pod, Podskier Podcast Network. You can find all of them on podskier.com. We will be doing this in a bit of the same style as How Are You Now, in that we will introduce our guests for the week, find out a little bit about them, and then I'll deep dive into the recap episode. We'll then get into thoughts, theories, trivia, observations, and then we'll get into the, our Shorzy version of Fuck Fight Furta, which you may be already aware of, um, but it'll be a little different, in which we will do it as uh, less of a Fuck Mary Kill style, more of a what, what the character deserved, do they deserve an underwater squeezer? Do they need to have the mitts dropped? Are they a healthy scratch? I'll explain more in detail when we get to that. Tiara. <laughs> hey. Hey. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Oh, hi. I'm Tiara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Co-host of How Are You Now? Boondocks podcast. Sometimes advocate undisputed. Uh, aspiring children's book author. Burnt out teacher. Uh, I don't know. What else? <laughs> and my baby girl. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, if you're just hearing us or seeing us for the first time, uh, welcome. We uh, we're pretty much on all social media over here. Uh, mostly uh, you'll find us on Twitter at how are you now pod, but you can find us on Instagram, Discord. I think we're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. Uh, we got a YouTube channel. You should be watching us on there. Um, Finally, if you'd like to reach out to us for any reason, you can do so at host at howareyounowpod.com or howareyounowpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'd also like to say uh, the music because Shorzy is a bit of a different flavor uh, from what Letterkenny is and is really focused on hockey. I wanted to have our favorite hockey punk band for our intro and outro music. So a huge, huge amount of gratitude to our good friends over at Light the Lamp. Please check them out on Bandcamp, lightthelamp.bandcamp.com. Uh, light the lamp uh, PA on Twitter and light the lamp band out on Facebook. Now we have a, uh, a new person to the show, a new friend of ours, uh, New York times award-winning author, David no. Mack. David, <laughs> how are you? Hey, buddy? New York times bestseller. Best-selling author. Oh man. I'm, I'm an award-winning author. I, but, well, the I, New York times is not giving me. Any uh, well, they should because you're a damn fine author. I, I'm sure they, I, they, I haven't had a really chance should. to, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to read your books yet, but reading your tweets, you're very eloquent. Uh, you're very <laughs> clever, smart, and, and we, and we love having you as a friend. So, well, thank you. So, uh, here I am. And how are you now? <laughs> Good. And you? Oh, nice. All right. Dude, you got to do it backwards. I did. Uh, so, <laughs> David, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what, what you do when you're not watching Letterkenny, how you became a fan of Letterkenny, and, uh, and then we'll talk about a little bit, our general thoughts on the new season. 
Sure. I mean, that could be a long story, but I'll keep it short. Uh, what I do when I'm not watching Letter Kenny, I'm an author of novels and short fiction, scripts, TV, comic books. Pretty much, if someone's willing to pay for words, I write words and then they give me money. Nice. Mostly these days I write novels. Uh, I'm working on a short story right now. I've done a lot of science fiction, particularly a lot of Star Trek. Nice. I've also written for Star Trek on TV for Deep Space Nine back in the 90s. Nice. That was actually how I started my career. Uh, but I've also done some original work, urban fantasy, alternate history stuff, uh, thrillers like 24. Uh, you know, so I, I've sort of been a little bit all over the map. I've done like a Wolverine novel. Um, nice. So, yeah, I've had a lot of fun. I've worked as a consultant over the last couple of years for the new Star Trek animated shows. Star oh, nice. Trek Lower Decks. Nice. Star Trek Prodigy. Nice. I worked 10 episodes for Lower Decks and the first 20 episodes of Prodigy. Wow. That was a great gig. Um, had a lot of fun. Wonderful team on both sides. Uh, so that's pretty much what I do. As for how I got into Letterkenny, uh, I came to Letterkenny a little bit late. Uh, I was a latecomer. By the time I came in, I think they were already on uh, maybe season seven or eight. They, they were pretty well along. Um, I discovered them in 2020. And oh, got a little break up there. Uh, we'll give you a sec. It was for many people. Was hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. We had a little, had a little lag there, so I'm going to twenty twenty back back up, back up to to twenty twenty. <laughs> All right, twenty twenty for most people was a lousy year. For me, it was even worse. Um, I mean, in addition to the plague and everything else, you know, the the coronavirus thing. Twenty uh, twenty started for me with the death of Neil Peart, uh, which he was my personal idol since I was 12. So that hit me pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, a few months later, my mom died. Oh. And after that, uh, I had a friend, a fellow Trek author who was also dying of cancer. He passed away at the end of that year. But around the middle of the year, after my mom passed, nothing was funny anymore. I couldn't <laughs> laugh at anything. So I was just basically searching for anything, going through old series that I'd liked. And I said, I kept hearing about Letterkenny and I kept seeing it show up on Hulu. And I said, well, I'll give it a try. What the heck? You know, nothing else has clicked. And then I tried that first episode and hooked. <laughs> Suddenly I had something that could make me laugh. And it's partly because even though I live in New York City now and, and have for the last 35 years, I grew up in a little town in Massachusetts that's a lot like Letterkenny, a lot of Irish. A lot of French hockey's a big deal. We had our big hockey rink in the middle of town. Uh, it's a, it, it was an ag town when I grew up. We had you know cornfields, apple orchards, cows. Most of that's gone. They've turned it into a expensive bedroom community now. But when I was a kid, your first job, depending on when you came of age, you either picked corn or you picked apples or you planted stuff. Uh, you were probably working on a farm. Uh, you probably doing ag work. Mm. So. I get Letterkenny. It's like, these are the people I grew up with. Even though it was Massachusetts and not Ontario, it felt like home. Yeah. I get it. We I hear that from a lot of people. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I grew up on a ranch in Texas. So, uh, on you know, a cattle ranch. And so I, it was, a lot of that was very familiar to me as well. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I think it, it speaks to a lot of us on different levels. Uh, and I think all the yeah. different characters in there uh, from the different styles, whether they're the, they're the Hicks, the Skids, the hockey players, the Christians, they they're all, there's all some of that in all of us, I think. 
So, I mean, sometimes we're knuckleheads like the skids. Uh, they listen to good music, though. But uh, I had my skid. I had my skid period. <laughs> you know, I know. I get it. That yeah. was more of a hick. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, never a hockey player. Yeah, I I I I played baseball. Uh, I don't hate watching mm-hmm. baseball, but I love playing baseball. I hated playing. I recently played basketball right up to the point where I somebody tried to pass me the ball. It hit me in the face. <laughs> Uh, I left the court with a bloody nose, and I just never came back. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, uh, my father was really nice about it. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, uh, what? So, you've watched the entire season of Shorzy. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, yeah. So, general, your just general thoughts. I, I mean, you know, how did it? Because I know we were. We I think yeah. we we all probably had some trepidations about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when building you're a whole show. Kenny for like ten seasons or whatever, and they announce we're doing a spinoff of Shorzy. It's like you know the the most obnoxious, uh, past chirping character in the whole thing, and I'm thinking, how do you get a whole series? out of Shorzy, considering that to that moment he had never shown his face because mm-hmm. it was Jared Kiso doing the voice. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, I said, all right, let's have faith. Kiso has not let me down yet. True. Let's see what he does here. And, you know, he found the formula, which is obviously Shorzy by himself, although he's the, the main character, he can't carry the show. So they simply built another great ensemble cast. Fantastic and, cast. I may not know a lot about hockey. I mean, I, I know the basics of the game, but I don't know the players. I don't know the teams, the history. I'm not really all that familiar with the jargon. Mm. But what I do understand is a bunch of lovable underdogs uh, who are up against the wall, just trying to stay alive, just trying to play another day. Uh, for me, it was very Bull Durham, you know, in that regard. Mm. Uh, so you got these underdogs who are you know up against it. They lose one more game. And their team folds. Yeah. And they're just trying to play that one more game. That, I mean, that they established these fantastic stakes right there in the first episode. Yeah. And they build this, the season around it. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, that works. So now you invest. You immediately invest in these underdogs because their backs have been put to the wall. And we all know what that feels like. Totally. And suddenly you empathize with them. And now you want them to win. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the uh, yeah, hating the hating to lose that that theme throughout the throughout yeah. the show. Uh, in fact, why don't we uh, go ahead? And I'll get into the uh, the deep dive right now, yeah. and then we'll and then we'll get into we'll our talk uh, some more. Our, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll talk talk some more after uh, after we get through all this. So now uh, we're gonna we're gonna start our first episode uh, with the sports be- segment from the Bro Dude Energy folks. Hosted by, of course, Bro Dude Model and former girlfriend of, of our favorite barn clothes wearing hick, uh, Annick Archambault. Uh, we never knew her name before, now we do. Uh, the segment includes former Letter Kenny uh, hockey faces, Jayon Wright and Tessa Bonhomme. They are joined by Brian McGonigal, affectionately known as RA, short for Rear Admiral. They discuss the dirtiest plays in hockey and come up with, uh, come up with slew footing, going knee to knee, submarining, and sucker punching. Then they get into who the dirtiest player in hockey is. Now, they all have their opinions, but Tessa and Anik set them straight that it's Shorzy. Uh, we then find that Shorzy is now in Sudbury, Ontario, uh, playing for in a four-team league called the, called the Northern Ontario Senior Hockey Organization, also referred to as the No-Show. Uh, then we get into scene one. Final brother has just gone off uh, from the game, showing that the team, home team has lost 0-5. to five. The players are all sitting dejected in the locker room, 
coaches come in, try to the coach comes in, try to uplift the players, telling them that they, the team they just played was really good and they battled them hard. The platitudes are all echoed by one of the players on the team uh, each time. Uh, once the coach mentions that they will get uh, the same, uh, get them the next time, out of one of the bathroom stalls, we hear the infamous Shorzy blast of gas. When confronted by the coach, uh, Shorzy's response is as This team is so fucking bad. The coach, Michaels, fires back, fire back, fires back at Shorzy, but he's not hearing it. The other players, uh, player tries to keep things settled down, but Shorzy is not having either this and tells him, as we will hear often in this show. Shut the like, fuck up, Sanguinette. <laughs> um, finally, the coach challenges Shorzy to educate him about hockey. Uh, Shorzy then goes into a chirp diatribe, talking about how the coach's girlfriend has been sending pics of her tits to all the hockey players, has even given Sanguinette an underwater squeezer while he was taking an aqua dump in the lake. Michaels finally soars out of the locker room saying he should fold the team. From there, we go to the GM's office in the barn. There are two young, attractive uh, Native women standing in front of the desk. Their names are Miguan and Ziguan, referred to as Meg and Zig. Shorzy is standing opposite them with Sanguinette next to him. They tell him, uh, they tell him that GM, the GM wants to see him at the Colson. This is the local nightclub in Sudbury. Uh, when he asks why, they tell him because Michaels wants to fold. Uh, they then have a discussion about the aqua dump and who got the squeezer and whether the body of water, water was a lake or a river. <laughs> when, they, when they ask Shorzy if he thinks this is funny, he says he doesn't find it funny at all. He's trying not to cry. Zig tells him to fix his makeup, uh, and Meeg tells him to get over the Colson. From there, we end up at the Colson. Sanguinette and Shorzy have made it over there. Dance music is playing, slow music, slow mo dancing. Uh, and as Sanguinette leans on the bar uh, with his beer, spots a pretty girl dancing in the crowd. She looks over at him, gives him uh, what Wayne would refer to as the hair show. <laughs> Sanguinette walks over uh, and starts to approach. The music scratches to a stop. Uh, and we hear this announcement. Hey. If you're the owner of a black F-150 with license plate JKLK084, your lights are on. Also, if you're a fucking loser that just got pumped five goose for the 20th loss of the campaign, meet me out back. So she puts the mics down, mic down, walks away. Focus then changes back to Sanguinette. He turns back to look at the pretty dancing girl, but in front of him now stands a very large bald man uh, with the uh, bearded bald man uh, then, uh, who tells him to fuck off. Uh, on the other side of the room, we see Shorzy watching over the encounter. Then, out back of the club, we see a woman, the woman from earlier, watching a scrap of a few guys taking place. She appears to be making sure that this happens properly. <laughs> After a few blows are handed down, we see Shorzy and Sanguinette uh, walk in. Uh, Shorzy, stating the obvious, uh, acting oblivious, says, Yes, so. Hey, Nat. <laughs> uh, yes, Nat, sir. all business is having none of Shorzy's nonsense. She lambasts him for not only getting pumped five goose, but for also getting a squeezer from the coach's girlfriend while taking aqua dump. Shorzy corrects her that only Sanguinette got the squeezer. <laughs> uh, a big conversation occurs about how the coach wants to fold and how Shorzy wants bums and seats the same way she does. But the kids don't, uh, the, unfortunately, the kids on the team don't hate to lose bad enough to actually fight for it. Uh, from there, we're back at the barn on the ice. Shorzy is now refing the local junior team and is chirping at two of the boys on the team, Corey and Liam. Many jokes about acne, acne medicine, moms, get, moms uh, getting jerked off and bad ref calls. This all comes to a complete stop when Shorzy uh, kicks Lori and Kia, Lori, Corey and Liam out 
Uh, and Corey fires back about the Bulldogs having to fold. Shorzy then surprisingly asks Corey, who, who he heard this rumor from, he gets no satisfaction. We're then back at the GM's office. Shorzy and Sanguinette uh, take up the same spaces opposite Mig and Zig as they did before. Uh, Shorzy wants to know if the team is folding or not, and uh, they want to know why. Because if I'm going to cry, I want to be in and out of it before Nat gets here. Zig finds this hilarious, calls him a pussy. Uh, just then, Nat walks in telling him that she's fired uh, Michaels. Shorzy is immediately relieved until Nat then tells him that's because she's folding the team. Shorzy begins to weep, which is very interesting uh, in that we, we're actually seeing his eyes throughout this, <laughs> and he's tearing up. Uh, so emotions from Kiso, which we haven't seen before. Um, anyway. Shorzy begs her not to fold, tells her that they don't, uh, don't, tells him, tells her that if they don't, the team will never lose again. He explains that it'll happen by getting some real hockey studs in there, along with some tough natives, uh, who can fill them in. He also says that he'll have Sanguinette coach. Uh, Nat relents and tells him to get his guys ready and go to his friends at the press, uh, that they won't lose again and that they'll, if they do, they'll fold. Finally, the scene switches back and forth. Between Nat, Meeg, and Zig talking uh, out back of the Colson about what they have to do, Shorzy and Sanguinette in the hockey barn talking about what they have to do. Sanguinette has very little faith in the plan. Shorzy, of course, tells him at the very end, Give your balls a tug. <laughs> from there, we fade to black. Um, great episode. I mean, there was, uh, it was, for, for what little that I had there, there was, there was some meat. Right. Um, and right off the bat, we have Kisa's gigantic eyes and his like he's totally changed his whole physical appearance for this. Yeah. You know, the beard is is un, un uh, what's the word? Um, unkempt. Unkempt. That's a good one. Uh, he's <laughs> the tooth is missing. And which... then like he's he's kind of like like pump, pumping up his shoulders and slouching down. So he looks like he's shorter and broader yeah. than than Wayne is. Um, and I just I love how he over emotes with his face like he was so excited to be able to like do shorzy's face basically like every every yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've never seen the guy before right. so it's so to amazing yeah exactly so let me bring in some trivia here real quick yes. before we get into our theories theories thoughts etc so uh sudbury where the game where they are where they are is the town in which letter kenny is filmed uh and anik Tessa, bon Tessa Bonham, Jay Onright have all been seen, as well as Shorzy, of course. Uh, they're crossover characters from Letterkenny. Uh, for those who are un unaware, Jared Kiso played hockey in the juniors for a few years. Uh, it was pretty good, uh, but not good enough, apparently. So his fallback career, of course, was acting. Um, the license plate that Nat refers to, JKLK084, as you might have guessed, stands for Jared Kiso, Letterkenny, and the year of Kiso's birth. Side note. Jared Kiso was born on July 1st, which is also Canada Day. So. Which makes so much sense why he has Shorzy like crying during the national anthem. Every like, yeah. the emotion of what being... they tell us right up front, he's a crier. Right. No, I and love he is. that. He is. He's got emotion. It's and it's good to see. You know, it's. I mean, having met Kiso, and and getting to getting to talk to him for a bit, you know, he's very he's a very happy. Go lucky yeah. guy. He's uh, either character is like him. No, he's but he's passionate. So <laughs> yes. he can, so he's a fucking amazing actor. So, um, so so David, what what are your thoughts on on this episode? What what have uh, what have you taken well, away? I mean, little details that uh, you glossed 
over but are kind of important to the rest of the season. First of all, uh, Tough Natives is uh, redundant. Right. Yes. But second, the more important thing is everything that uh, Shorzy does is telegraphed. They tell you in advance, you know, the way he interrupts people. They'll ask you a question and they huh? try to answer you. Like, <laughs> and, and he cuts you off and he does it every time. It's beautiful because <laughs> they set you up for it. And then you're looking for it, and there it is. And then when they're talking about the dirtiest plays, and they talk about, uh, before they end that sequence at the top of the episode, they talk about what he does off the ice. Uh, like, you know, he goes to urinals and, you know, smacks someone's head into the tile. And Which he then does off. later. What, what, what do you call it, the porcelain kiss? Yeah. The potty kiss. Potty kiss. The potty kiss. And then, of course, that's what he does to the bouncer right. who intimidates uh, Sanguinette. He right. doesn't like watching his teammates get pushed around, so he follows the bouncer into the into the head and... Next thing you see, he's coming out, and the the bouncer's down in the uh, you know, in, in the full wall uh, urinal. This, of course, not to spoil anything, but this is going to have repercussions later. Yep, yep. There will be a price to pay for this little moment of peak. Definitely. Um, but I just uh, I, I love the fact that you know he's a crier. He's so emotional. I love watching him chirp. Uh, at the high school kids, <laughs> but it, it's interesting. They you know, again, they, they establish everything he's going to do before he does it, so that it doesn't seem to come out of left field. And then, of course, the other thing that Kiso, as a writer, is fabulous at is hammering that joke for every last bit it's worth. The squeezer and the aqua dump. Mm. <laughs> they must reference that like five, six, seven times over the course of like a twenty-four minute oh, yeah. episode. Was it not a river? Uh, <laughs> was it not a river? I don't think you can own a lake. Anyway, but they, they hammer this joke so many times that you cannot forget it. Uh, and then between that and the multiple repetitions of shut the fuck up, Sanguinette. He shut said it so up, many Sanguinette. times. <laughs> he says it so many times. The, but when you get to the end of the episode, he goes, Sanguinette? Yeah. Give your balls a time. Which we hadn't heard and was like the totally short line. Yeah. Right. It's a signature line. So it comes, it's a, it's a nice surprise because they've set you up with eight repetitions of, yes. you know, shut the fuck up, Sanguinette. So give your balls a tug suddenly feels fresh at the end. Yeah. yeah that's a beautiful touch. As, yeah. our, as our buddy Awesome here, uh, shame on you on on, on here. So, uh, the cold open is definitely a roadmap for the episode and the series as a whole. So Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I one of the things that I always love about Letterkenny and now absolutely love about Shorzy is the you know, you've got that main story, right? But it's all of the backstories that really make the show. It's not about like you were saying about, you know, everybody understands like the underdog fight and, and all of that. But really, it's you're seeing these characters actually like have relationships with each other. Like it's. I'm a huge fan of the the full cast episodes of Letterkenny. And so like with this one, with having all the hockey dudes, it, well, that, that'll happen later in the season, but um, having them all in one place and, you know, having um, Sanguinette probably have a crush on Meeg, who probably has a crush on him, but them never like establishing that throughout the whole, like it's just that flirt through the whole season. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that because that's real mm -hmm. life. And that's the stuff that pulls me in because I want to see what kind of fruition like happens um yeah, yeah the, this the, first... the the eye play yes <laughs> oh yeah you know yeah, and, and Sanguinette are constantly giving each other looks mm. every time z the sister catches me yes. looking at Sanguinette, there's that eye roll of disgust like oh come on 
Right. And not to spoil anything, but the best one is in the last episode. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for me. OK, going back to when we heard that Shorzy was announced, I was not enthusiastic. I was like, oh, you're going to make me have to do this for, for an hour and an hour. Aren't you? And he's like, yeah, of course you are. So, like, it's the two characters that I do not like in Letterkenny that suddenly are on this this show. And while Anik's character was like, eh, whatever, okay, I don't care. Um, <laughs> like, Shorzy won me over almost immediately. And I, like, the, the least, my least favorite parts about Letterkenny tend to be Shorzy stuff. Like, farts and... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes the insults get a little too um, personal, punching down for my taste. Mm -hmm. Not quite punching down, but like right on that verge of it. Like they do yeah. really good of walking that that line. Yeah. But sometimes because I am me, and and, <laughs> and your 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 point about Anik, the her the play between her and Jay on right. That was kind no. of I don't I I want to know. I think that was the language barrier, <laughs> right? I think the phrase is last but not least. No, no, <laughs> no. Right? Like I, it makes me want to actually know. Well, what's their background? Why don't they like each other? Because <laughs> it's oh, from the start, <laughs> right? But why? Right. Yeah, it's it's it was it was pretty great. I uh, <laughs> see. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so I mean, talking about uh, the the note uh, before we move on to the next note about how the opening montage is the roadmap of the series there's an interesting visual detail when you're seeing uh the footage of shorzy going out to the rink he's got yeah. the big c on his sweater and then suddenly the c isn't there for most of the season now you, right you see what i'm saying but the mm -hmm. c is there when we you know see that opening montage and it's foreshadowing he yeah. doesn't have it for we when we come back to him right but that's just you know plant that in your heads and remember it yeah because yeah. that's important that's that's definitely it's very important, important to him yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's and that's the thing is uh, yeah and it's explained through the series yeah. but i mean it's uh, it's it's apparent how much shorzy loves the game and hates to lose uh yeah and it's like and he know, hates that his teammates don't hate to lose yeah he loves the camaraderie of, yes. of a good team right and even you know, and it's it's kind of like something I said to Tiara. You know, they they'll all chirp at each other, uh, talk shit to each other. But it's like you know, I can call my mom a bitch, but you can't call my mom a bitch, <laughs> type of thing. So, um, oh, you could probably call his well, mom a bitch. We won't talk about that. <laughs> I can call my little brother a twit, but you can't. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, very poignant stuff. Uh, and yeah, it's. And it's like you said, a, a true underdog story about, you know, here, here we are, you know, I mean, at the end of, end of last season, they sent sending short Shorzy, uh, Tannis is sending Shorzy to Sudbury. Um, now I don't remember exactly what Tannis said. If, the, if, if, uh, if Nat is her cousin or something like that, or, or, or just a friend, I remember it was awesome. mentioned. Awesome. I know I you're listening. Yeah, Answer yeah. that one. Awesome. Awesome. will probably pop up here in a second with it. Uh, but anyway, that, that she was sending him North to Sudbury to, to, to play the team that be in the team there. And so that was like the first, you know, here's, here's where we're starting. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, I just, uh, you know, I'm, and I'm hoping that there's some Tannis. Oh, Nat's that. her cousin. That's her, uh, Nat's her cousin. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's what I thought she had said. 
So, um, so Nat's her cousin. Uh, as we yeah, remember the tea. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, and I do hope we have some time. And, and so, uh, yeah, one of the things. Can you hear Torrens? Can you Theo? Can, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> My tongue is a little tired today. Um, Tio Horn has an executive producing yes. credit on at yeah. least the first episode. I didn't yeah. pay attention to the consulting producer. Is it consulting producer? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's probably with you know ensuring that the that the native represent good representation exactly. Yeah, which you know that's a th- has, that's oh my god, one it's of thing amazing. I love about this is the the amount of representation in this series is fucking fabulous and yeah. the respect that they get. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even when they're like making fun of them, it's, and it's not that it wasn't from there. a respectful place. Yeah. And not that it wasn't there in Letterkenny. It is there right, in Letterkenny. Yeah. But and this that's is one of those things I've always loved about Letterkenny. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I but do like want this one. You specifically have like a newfie and the dude who only speaks French. You wouldn't call him uh, that if you're a new exactly. we Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll meet them in that too. But we right, have, but we, they... ha- we have seen them uh, in the, in the Letterkenny uh, uh, episodes, but uh, the, uh, with the tournament, the, where the uh, yes. Cary County Eagles, where they played them. Yes, JJ so. Frankie JJ is a returning character. We've seen oh, him right. in uh, in Letterkenny a number of episodes, actually, right? Uh, and there were a couple. Uh, and a couple, yes, yes, and a couple. At least a couple. And the and uh, Hitch was also in that uh, as well. So okay. So uh, he was briefly in it when the the two uh, Newfoundland hockey players are talking in front of the bench. Oh, yes. Right, he's one of those. Oh, oh, fantastic. Right. I missed that one. So, yeah. That's your favorite. So, of oh, course, I, you noticed I, it. I, I, I love them, Bice. Uh, Bice. Um, yeah, it's. Sticks are outstanding. Oh, 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 so great. Okay, let's not, okay, let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil it. <laughs> there may be some people who are still watching. Uh, but, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Okay, I think. Do you have a favorite line? I think my favorite line from the episode might be when uh, Shorzy is chirping at the high school kids. He says, you know what, uh, what, was he, what I find sad is how many times your mom faked a jellyfish thing so I would piss yeah, on yeah. you. <laughs> well, that and I've, the time I, I dream about tonguing your mom's butthole and I put her in my phone is roll up the rim to win. Here I'm finished one up. was it Ultimate Duck or something? Uh, 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 d- oh, God, uh, I do have uh, Duck. Mm. Damn it. What was it Duck Ultimate or something? Uh, or something right. like that, yeah. There we go. Uh, t- nose, Teddy, nose. Uh, awesome. No, what the hell is it? Uh, Ducks, Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited. Yeah. Even Ducks Unlimited wouldn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, the short, the, the chirps are still there and they're better. They are. Um, they are. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, you know, so and what I was going to say earlier was one of the things, the spinoff that I was hoping for was a res spinoff. Yeah. And this is almost what that is. Um, it's not Tannis. No, it's not Tannis. I mean, because I would very, love to see a Tannis. Right. That's from the day Tannis was on the screen. I was like, I want to watch her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would watch that show. So yeah, because I mean, and now uh, sidetrack, uh, Reservation Dogs. Yes. It's fucking amazing. Also, and Horn also is is on the show. Yeah, Tio show. that. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had a great guest star. Oh, that was yeah. a great role. That's a great series. Highly recommend. Um, so, uh, anything else uh, regarding the episode before we get into? Well, I mean, this is more of a, just a general note about one of Shorzy's favorite uh, chirps. He, he yep. likes to call people a tit fucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you know, king shaming goes, I've never really understood what was so bad about uh, 
titty fucking. I mean, it's a perfectly fine activity. I don't really see why it's to be degraded and demeaned, but oh. apparently, you know, it uh, it amuses him. But yeah, I, I don't see the problem. It's it's a fu- it's a funny chirp. I mean, even if it's you a funny chirp. even if you enjoy the the activity. Um, it's a funny image. I'm sure there's a few activities that Shorzy enjoys that he uses as insults for other people. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. No doubt. Underwater squeezers. and I, I love that. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was because I don't have that kind of memory and I did not write it down, unfortunately. But there was a point where um, I think it was when he was talking to the reporter and she was saying something about... Um, wheeling his friends moms and he's like well one they're not my friends and two they were wheeling me and i'm like yeah that yep. was great i like that like shorty yeah, yeah shorty's a little and bit I, of a you and know, I did, yeah but I, and i he, yeah he likes the milfs he, so he likes the gilts almost. if you were 15 years well, older i had not, to look that up because well, i was like wait am i quite, too, old, too young not, for shorty he's not quite squizgar squig elf <laughs> not quite he's uh, not a, yeah. he's like in the g milfs <laughs> he's not quite a, a g milf but he he does like he the likes milf. the late 40s yeah. early 50s yeah. it seems yeah so um <laughs> I, so i got a couple more years before he'd be into me <laughs> Well, fortunately, I've got some time with you left before he shows up. Definitely. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you bumped the thing. Yeah, all right. There we go. I was trying to. We got another comment. Um, <laughs> let's see. So awesome. Uh, they don't love to win. They don't hate. They, they don't love to win. They don't hate to lose. It's such a strong distinction. Yes. That they hammer on mm-hmm. respect repeatedly. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, it becomes a serious theme. Yeah. Not to spoil it, but it is important. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah, he talks about these kids. It's, you know, they, they they don't do anything. They don't skate. They don't shoot. They don't fight. They you know, float. They float. Yeah. He says that's the problem. It's not that they don't want to win. It's that they don't hate to lose. Right. Uh, and, and they don't want it. They right. don't want it. Right. And that's and that's and, and later it's on, it's about we, passion. It's about commitment. Right. And we, and we later on find out exactly where that stems from. Uh, which I think is fantastic, and yeah, uh, seeing seeing yeah, who, lots of great stuff coming up. Seeing seeing episodes. who plays his foster dad, I mm-hmm. fucking about. I mean, that melted. episode did make me well, kind of like clench my teeth a little like bit. We just spoil that he comes from a foster family, right? Right. So, oh, and that's that, a massive insight into his psyche. Yeah. So, and not only that, but a foster family where he took the last name. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. not a usual thing for in foster. And in families. which there's no maternal figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And says, you know, yearning for the older women. Yeah, yeah, probably. Just a major episode. We're sorry. Yeah. Oh man. Hopefully, but, you've all already binged but, the series like yeah. we have. So. Oh, we have there a, are very few, have, few people that I know who are holding off and doing it one at a time. <laughs> Al Protestan. Oh, wait, was it Al or was it Matt? I think Matt. Matt. Yeah. No, I'll, Al I'll watch it. the Al first couple. <laughs> I mean, it's just like we did, just so we could make sure that we were ready for. Right, but then these. last night we gave in and watched the whole thing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and that was all fantastic. Was it last? No, night before last. I, I last watched night? the whole thing and I went back last night just before I went to bed and I rewatched the first episode. Yeah. So I'd have it fresh. Yeah. yeah. Took some notes. All right. So should we get into uh, our uh, our awards per character? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, as I said up at the top of the show, uh, our awards for each character are going to be either an underwater squeezer or that they you deserve, deserve to, to get squeezer one. Squeezer, mitts, or scratch. Yep, squeezer, squeeze, mitts, and scratch. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, as, and so we, as we will, as we do with uh, Letterkenny, we start off with Wayne. As we do with Shorzy, we're going to start off with Shorzy. So, Dave, where do you fall on uh, on Shorty Shorzy's award for the show? Well, I mean, he won't be getting it from me, but he definitely <laughs> deserves a squeezer. That's yeah, that's exactly. 
exactly. Because this is yeah. the guy who fights to hold it all together. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Queso is always going to bring it. Um, and I'm going to bring up comments up. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'll see. You know, Alan, Victor, and Matt. I'll see in all of them. Okay. Uh, good. Good. So, Good, because like I'm, we're we're produce. We're actually really excited that we're doing this now at the same time as produce in because yeah. it hasn't matched up before, and we keep going on each other's episodes, and so it's <laughs> it's. I'm like, I want them all yeah. to know. And and, <laughs> and 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 David, I don't know if you've if you've listened to the produce stand. Highly recommend them. They yeah, are, they're, they're the Canadian they're great Letter Canadian podcast. <laughs> they're out of Ontario. They do a fantastic show. Uh, yeah, and, check them out. Yeah, that's who we. If you've listened to any of our table reads, that's. Um, primarily who we're doing it with is yeah. people from that oh, podcast great. and now yeah, i did actually and a I watched, couple uh, others one of your live i watched one of your live table reads uh, i think you were doing uh dick slip out oh yeah oh yeah, it was fun I watched, it's I fantastic watched <laughs> i watched you guys do that one live i loved it <laughs> it was so fun uh, i'm excited but, yeah. about the next one uh, I'll <laughs> always, if i ever get my letter kenny spec script written i will yeah tell you guys oh, hell yeah yeah i've, hell I've yeah. talked to the entire group and we're all in yes so, oh that yeah. was okay i didn't realize that was you an idea I'm just I'm working it out. I I can't wait. And awesome, who's been popping up there has writes a lot of Letterkenny fanfic, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm starting to do some uh, audio book type stuff for her to do that because I do want to get uh, into voiceover work and that kind of stuff because I I think I can do it. I I, 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 I do some good voices on the show. <laughs> you I do think. some good voices, and you can mimic a lot of I, other yeah. characters, <laughs> and you can make your own. Oh, honey, that's all right now. Uh, so let's let's get back to okay. let's get back to our our squeezer yes. mitts and scratch. So, Shorzy, uh, underwater squeezer, absolutely yeah. so not we're, for we're, me, but we're like, all... yeah, <laughs> yeah, not for me, not for me, but yeah. Uh, uh, so, I'm <laughs> so, uh, and awesome. I will uh, I will ask David this after the show, which you've just popped up there, and yeah, I, I see it in the comments. Okay, <laughs> so and it because I know I I know that there are some things authors can and can't do when it comes to things can't like do. yeah Please so can't do. yeah i understand yeah so uh because i i just saw personal. no it's, no it's a, it's, a, it's a legal exactly. uh, exposure thing yeah exactly so yeah because I, I, I know I, I know it's also uh, a time thing yeah i've i've seen uh <laughs> i've seen i've seen neil gaiman a number of times when people have asked him about uh reading their their stuff and he's like listen i i get to ask please stop asking me this because i cannot do it because he gets asked he gets asked that question a lot about you know will you read my you know my my fanfic or whatever uh and yeah uh it's great i love it so uh so anyway um okay we'll we'll talk about that later awesome (laughs) (laughs) it's all right so anyway let's get let's get back uh sanguinette this episode this episode this episode he's a healthy scratch He's, he's still he's super he's awkward and doesn't quite like like he's still trying to figure out how to talk to Shorzy, which they develop a really great relationship over the series. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, like it doesn't seem like Shorzy likes him and because he's very uh um dismissive. To, oh, definitely dismissive toward him. But like Sanguinette is uh when when the, when Michaels was still coaching and he was like, you know, listen, listen to him. He's up. Yeah. yeah, suck up. That's the word. Yeah, and, so, I, and I think a lot of it is that you know he wants to be part of the team. He wants to. But he's he wants he, scratch. Yeah, he's not really good enough to <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah, because if you see him, he's not wearing he's not wearing any part of a uniform when he's sitting there. So, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I and I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I mean, he's 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 on the verge of a squeezer for sure. Yeah. Um, so, 
Uh, he I got think, a preemptive one anyway. Right. And I, I think <laughs> he already got his. <laughs> he definitely did. He's good for a while. Sure. That, that should carry in. Like a sexual camel, you should be able to make it through the dust. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's why he needs to give his balls a tug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> give your balls a tug. Uh, and I th I'm, I'm pretty sure I know where we're all going to be on uh, on Michael's here. On this episode. On this um, episode. Yes. Take off the mitts. Drop, Drop the mitts. Drop them. Drop the mitts. Yeah. Um, now, Nat. If you like the other team so much, why don't you go suck the mitts? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, Nat. I mean, it, okay, I'm like totally giggling in my head because I'm like, how does a how does a feminine body get an underwater squeezer? <laughs> well, you know. But maybe, also, like she she. You just. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay. she like her the dolphin. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm interesting in that she is on, on one side. She's the antagonist. On the other side, she's also going to be the ally she she's in this hard position well and she she's the antagonist she knows from a business side she ought to fold but yes. she but Sentimental. she wants to win right she hates right. to lose right she's only an antagonist because her heart is so set on this club <laughs> and she knows that if this club fails she's gonna let down her mother who has died right and you know well everybody basically but yeah. she f she has fully accepted the fact that nobody's coming to games. Nobody gives a shit. So why she's bother? She's still willing to make this deal with him. Right. She's intrigued by it. That, yeah. That, that alone gets her the uh, the squeezer. Yeah. 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 The fact that she's willing to take the leap of faith for Shorzy and for the yeah. team that she loves. Yeah. I mean, she sees the same passion in Shorzy exactly. that she has for the team. She is not. She's really not. I mean, she, she lacks his faith, but she shares his passion. Yes. Yeah. So yes. they're not drastically different. She's never played. She does, as she said, she doesn't know really anything she about, hockey. about hockey, right? But she but, loves. But she knows place. the business and loves it. Yeah, and, and she cares. And, she and gives a damn. Exactly. Exactly. She know she loves the community. Yeah. She loves. So the, it's up to Shorzy to make her a believer. Yeah. Exactly. So I think we're all on board with uh, giving yeah. her an underwater squeezer slash finger bang or whatever. She earned it. The leap of faith earns it. Now, I've got them separated because I do think they're different. They're not like Riley and Jonesy. No, so, first uh, episode, they kind of are. But like after the first episode, they definitely are different characters. Yeah. But uh, but I'm, 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 I'm going to keep them separate uh, because they are not uh, they do not share a single brain cell like Riley and Jonesy do. Sure. So let's start off with uh, with Meeg. Meeg's mm. the one on the left. Yeah. The, I love me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. have a crush on me. Same. Uh, Same. Yeah. Yeah, Same. Uh, I walk over hot coals for me. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I mean, I'd def definitely give her an underwater squeezer. She's but a little young for me, but <laughs> oh, yeah, she's about fifteen years young. older. Um, I think about it. But the the character Compared to her, I'm already in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> the character in this episode for me, I'm I'm gonna say healthy scratch, uh, because like she was basically just. She was more, she and her sister were more the antagonists in this. They were like the in-between where they care about Nat and they care about the club, but they do not give a shit about Shorzy and do yeah. not believe that Shorzy is going to be able to do anything. Yeah. Um, She's, she, yeah. they're the, they're the backup for Nat. Yeah. 
Yeah, the first episode they're basically established as as like Nat's henchmen kind of thing, yeah, you yeah. know, and that's fine because later they're going to be awesome. But yeah. but yeah, healthy scratch for me in this one. Yeah, yeah okay. in terms of their role in the episode, healthy scratch yeah. seems fair. Okay, are are you, is that where you're going, Dave? Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with uh, Tiara's assessment. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to say the same thing for Zeke. Even right. She was a little bit more mean. <laughs> she was a little more mean. She almost gets the mitts off. Like the mitt is half off with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with because, because Meg is is a little bit more soft with her tone. I will right. give, I will, I will say that she deserves an underwater squeezer just for, you know, say, you know, not completely going against anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Zig, she's she is on the the drop the mitts, uh, just on the. She's on the spectrum. <laughs> on the, yeah, and and, and uh, awesome says that she would drop the uh, drop the mitts on Zeke. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh, and so uh, the rest of the are, are the bro dude folks. So let's go with uh, we'll start with Onik. Onik is always going to be a mitts off because of what she did to Derry. Yeah, see, I'm like you cheat. It's over. Yeah, I I dislike Onik so much. <laughs> <laughs> she, she like she doesn't do anything to like cause this dislike to me i just do not like that character i have not liked that character from the beginning well, she's calculating and she's cruel and yeah. she does it in a way you know where she's basically i mean it's funny the way she does it to Henri, but it's also it just comes off as arbitrary and cruel she's right. a very cold person a very um there doesn't seem to be any reason for her not liking him and yeah. she's just like ah fuck she's you i don't like you yeah, she likes to punch yeah. down. She has him at her mercy, so she takes it. And and it's yeah. uh, you know, and she's I, it, it's like she's not nice unless you can do something for her. Oh yeah, that's right. And I've known yeah. too many people like that. So yeah, I think so, I think I'm with you. Drop uh, that's, that's all, so, <laughs> I was yeah, almost gonna say healthy I, scratch, but I'm you're not, right. Yeah, just, you know, just just for the dual slap. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now let's uh, let's go with Tessa Bonhomme. I I you know I think Tessa is fantastic. Um, and she was like the the cute little. I'm from Sudbury, and let me tell you all about Sudbury. And then, let me tell you about Shorzy. Shorzy is the yeah. No, she she's the one who sets up that it's in Sudbury and right. that it's Shorzy and who Shorzy is and that he's this bad. But she's excited about it. Like she's like, this is the fun thing about. Let's, this she's is what's fun about hockey. That her squeezer. Yes, totally. agreed. And yeah, and she's I like that. And plus, she's a hockey player. You know, so right. you know, come on. All right, so let's. Uh, we, so she gets a squeeze. So let's go with the rear admiral, R.A. Uh, McGonagall. Uh, Bertuzzi's from there. <laughs> I mean, I know that, like in real life, people think this dude is awesome. I was on the the um, Reddit and seeing people talking about him, and I'm like, I I know nothing about him, and he didn't do anything for me in the show. He seemed all right. I mean, <laughs> right? He seemed yeah. all right. He was fine. So I'll call him healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah. sure. Some, some nice yeah. contrast. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, so oh, there, wasn't he the one who told us about the uh, the potty kiss? Wasn't he the one who brought out that? No, story? that was, was that was Tessa. That was yeah, Tessa that was Tessa. Yeah, yeah. Then that, that gets him the squeezer right there. <laughs> she sets up the whole thing with the the bouncer. Yep. Then we get to Jay Onright, or as Anik says, Onray. Language Onray. barrier. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Last but not least. <laughs> last and least. Last and least. Don't you mean last, last but not least? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so where are we on Onright? I I think you know personally I will say for putting up with Anik right? as he did. 
Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> kind of yeah. I think he deserves a squeezer for putting up with that shit. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. <laughs> Where are you on that, Dave? <laughs> David. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, he gets a pity squeezer. Yeah, pity yes, squeezer. <laughs> pity right. squeeze. <laughs> Not that anybody asked me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like there's going to be a few pity squeezers in this yeah. season. No. Uh, <laughs> so, so I will, I will say this. There, there are some that I did not include in here. I didn't include the boys because they're, you know, I, they're, they're young. Um, the boys. Oh, the teenagers. Yeah. No, no. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, awesome. Says the mitts for on, right. Cause he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know him in real life. So I don't know. I like I like he's got that sports persona that's like so many others, so but he's funny. Uh so I'll, I'll give I'll give him a pass for, for that. But if it hadn't been for Anik, then maybe he'd have gotten the Mets, but Anik yeah. basically is so much more of a bitch than yeah. he is of a douche that she yeah. gets the Mets and he gets the pity squeezer. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I mean there may, yeah. there may be some history there that we are. She basically unaware. outdouched him. I yeah, hope there's did. history there because for me it really didn't make sense how well, fucking rude be, she was to him. And we're not going to get any payoff on that this season. No, just, no. But uh, hopefully, if you know, we get another couple of seasons of Shorzy, hopefully we'll get to find out what the hell happened there. Right <laughs> now, and so and I so so yeah, I didn't uh, include Corey or Liam. Uh, I didn't. Who are are actually junior hockey players in real life? I believe. Um, and. Uh, I, uh, but, me your accutane rage. <laughs> oh, now, now, awesome wants to give Annika finger bang. So, no. uh, so I'm but, uh, sorry. I give a hard no for that. Well, you're absolutely good to him, and I don't think she'll appreciate I'm it. Sorry, Annik, er, uh, awesome. This is the second time you are wrong. <laughs> so, uh, I Ever. did not include Phil, who's the bouncer guy. Uh, oh yeah, no. Though I'm, I'm, I'm uh, but yeah, I'm not sure he's actually a bouncer or he's, if he's just shaped or he's like just, one. He's just yeah. Exactly. I think he not, likes that girl and doesn't want other people staring oh, at her. He's just a douche in the club. He's yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, and I did not include the gyms who were there, but they were not introduced yet. Um, I was going to ask. I couldn't remember. Um... Yeah, the gyms were there. They were, they were the ones who were throwing down in in the back of the club. So, <sighs> so, but they are they haven't been introduced yet. So I will not. We will not save bring, that for your next. We'll episode. save that. Yeah. For Spoiler when they are warning. Introduced. I love the gyms. The gyms are great. Um, yeah, the, every you know everything about this show is great. So yeah, Even let's get not it. liking so, Anik is yeah, great. Final thoughts of this <laughs> of this episode is that yeah, um, mine anyway is yeah, the ever the cast is fucking fantastic. Um, the 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 guy and I can't remember his name now. I've forgotten and I'm sure awesome will pop up as soon as I uh, mention who played Sanguinette. Um, uh, agreed, awesome. By the way, can you put that up? The, the gyms mm, can get it. The gyms can get it though. The gyms can mm. get it though. Uh, the third one. <laughs> yeah. The the more verbose of the three. <laughs> so but yeah, uh but yeah, uh the kid who plays Sanguinette, I think is fantastic. Oh, he's so good. Uh, he hasn't done a lot. Uh and like you can tell he's but, fresh, but, but it's like he's he loves doing yes, what he's doing. Yes. Um, he has an innocent charm. Yes, yes. very much so. Uh, and, and and yeah, I he's fantastic. The entire cast and crew are fantastic and i said this about uh you know when i after finishing watching the season lot yesterday uh is that i am uh billy buttery who is the the main camera guy mm -hmm. uh is fucking brilliant uh the shots that he got uh and the the poles and the you know the, he 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 yeah, Harlan. Yeah, here made it such here, a different. There's, there's Harlan, look. Blaine, oh. 
Kitwat. 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 Yeah, the cinematic, like, Letterkenny is great for the way they set up shots and how they make it almost like it's a stage play that you're watching on the screen. But it was such a different feeling with Shorzy, and I really like yeah. what well, Butchie did with it. The camera work on Letterkenny is you don't want it seems like it's a static scene. The camera is right. always subtly in motion, tracking oh, along. Yeah. So, and, you know, they, they do, like, you know, this one's tracking this way, they'll cut to one tracking the other way, they'll be moving in, they'll be pulling up. It, it gives an energy, a kineticism to an otherwise static moment. Uh, the direction is subtle, but it's really bright. All right. So, uh, Awesome has updated the, the proper spelling. Kaitwayat. Kaitwayat, I'm guessing. But hopefully we can, you know, I would like to talk to him because he seems like he's very excited about this project and is a very kind person. He's definitely one I want to talk to. So, yeah. Um, You're so adorable, and is. everyone tells you to shut the fuck up all the time. <laughs> shut the like, fuck up, Sanchonet. Um, But yeah, uh, brilliant show. Um, any other final thoughts, everybody? I hope that this is not a one-off. I hope this isn't a miniseries. I hope this is like a recurring thing, because yeah. it was so much fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. And I was not expecting it to be this good. So, like... Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I think I laughed more genuinely instead of the the first the first episode of Letter Kitty season one. I laughed out, at, you know, and surprising things, uh, but uh, you know, in the in just the chirps because they were unexpected. But this, well, you know, there's lots of things that we expected, but there was new mm -hmm. things that just genuinely made me made me belly laugh. And the stuff that we expected wasn't always done in expected ways. No, not at all. So. I guess what I really appreciate about Shorzy episode one, season one, as opposed to, let's say, Letterkenny season one, episode one, is that it feels like there is a through line for the season and possibly the whole series going right. on here. Um, this first episode does a great job of establishing the world, the characters, the relationships, but most importantly, stakes. Yeah, the one of the you know core conceits of Letterkenny is the stakes are actually very low. It's there are five thousand people in Letterkenny; these are their problems. Right. It's part of the joke is how inconsequential the problems really are uh, in comparison to how major the reactions to small problems are, as opposed to a team being told. If you ever lose again, we're going to fold, and you're all going to be out on the street. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of you know, your career is going to basically be over. There's very high stakes, uh, and I think that, that it gives the show a very different feel from Letter Kenny. Um, it's basically, it's underdogs who are fighting to hang on. There's a desperation to it. There's a nobility to it. Um, but the stakes, because they raise, you know, the, the cost of everything, they also elevate the humor because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, it's almost like stress laughing. Sometimes things are so bad you have to laugh. Yeah. So... Yeah, I get it. And it, but and it's not cringy. No, well, well there's. I mean, there are not. Said, the, the, it goes to the line, but right. Yeah. There are there are some cringy fart, there, there, fart there moments. There are a couple. That, well, yeah. <laughs> even the fart stuff, I can deal with. It's not honestly. It it wasn't as much as we had on Letterkenny. No. Um. No. For for me, there was just the one the one yeah. singular episode where yeah. I had an issue with a few things, but and even that, like. It, it wasn't like a, oh, it wasn't this, enough to take you out of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. 
Yeah. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, uh, David, uh, before we head out, uh, tell us again where we can find you easily. Uh, basically, if you want to find me, you can start with my website. It's davidmack.pro, P-R-O. And from there, there's links to my uh, official Facebook author page, which is Facebook slash the David Mac. And you can find me at Twitter at David Allen Mac. And then Allen is spelled A L A N. And then it's M A C K. So it's David Allen Mac, all one word. And uh, that's where I am on Twitter. And that's pretty much where I do most of my social media blithering and blathering and it was great uh, meeting you there <laughs> yeah it was great running across you guys uh, back when i was sort of getting ready to go to the letter kenny live show mm -hmm. and trying to figure out uh, what to expect i went to see them here in uh, new york which was a terrific show obviously i won't spoil anything i don't know if they have any tour dates left but i don't oh, know no, they're they all done they are all done that's actually I what you came about. about the content of the show because if they ever do another tour i don't want to spoil it for someone who sees it or mm. if they put out a dvd or something oh but, i hope so uh one of the things that i did is i uh, i had a book that came out last year called oblivion's gate part of the trilogy and i wrote a character into it uh, named right. and styled in honor of Jared Kiso. Oh, I love I made that. Him a security guard uh, in Starfleet, you know, working with Picard and the other heroes. And he gets to basically, you know, help hold the line at the end of the universe sort of a thing. Uh, so I signed a, a copy of this book to Kiso and I wrote him a note basically telling him what I told you guys about how I came to Letterkenny. Right. Um, and I went through all sorts of hoops to try and get this damn book to him. Mm -hmm. Uh and finally, it turned out it's because I had I bought the VIP gold package, you know, with the early entry and the Q and right. and everything. Uh, I contacted the VIP gold team, which you know interacts with uh, the customers, and one of them coordinated with me. I got the book to a member of the uh, like the venue personnel, like the the guest services manager at the the Hulu Theater, and he got it to the VIP gold coordinator. I don't know if it ever made it to Kiso. I'd like to believe it did. I have no idea if it did. I mean, I would like we, to believe you we, got it. We might be able to find that. Yeah, out we uh, awesome probably more likely. Yeah, awesome talks to one of the producers on the reg, so we could probably he, make a uh, I would just like to know if he got it. Yeah, and, and whether he threw it in the trash or not. <laughs> oh, I doubt. <laughs> I it. don't think he would do that. He's not that kind of guy. not. He's not that kind of guy. He doesn't. He seems like a nicer guy. He's a really yeah. nice. Guy. Like everyone we've met who's talked to him or knows him has said how nice a guy is and we can honestly say from meeting him how fucking nice he is yeah like just not what you expect and from he's somebody a great who hugger. has a hit show yeah he's a great <laughs> hugger he's not <laughs> someone you expect to be the like the head of it yeah. seriously what, what a terrific team they have <sighs> yeah they do very much so uh yeah, uh, yeah. Awesome says if you want, I can check that out for you. So she's on. I'd appreciate that. Awesome, yeah, you are awesome as ever. That's why we call her awesome. That's <laughs> what makes you awesome. All right. All right. Well, uh, so next week, season one, episode two, veteran presence with our guest, uh, uh, also longtime friend over on How Are You Now, Danielle Chip 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 Layman, <laughs> who's uh, our the the world's tiniest goalie, uh, and. <laughs> She's uh, seriously. She, yeah. <laughs> she's great. She's fantastic. Uh, plays hockey as well, and she's the yeah. She's the tiniest goalie I've ever seen, but she's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and in two weeks, we have uh, Fuss at the Golf Course. Yeah, we're doing our table our read. Our live that's show, Fuss uh, at the Golf Course. So oh, I love that episode. Right? Like, that's all my favorite. favorite. Yeah. yeah, on the 10th. <laughs> I was 10th. super excited. So we're, on the 10th, right? On the 10th, right, right. yeah. So that'll be at 7 p.m. Pacific. Special place in heaven for animal lovers. That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> Shimmer down, uh, baby. <laughs> we we get to be the McMurrays, and I'm so excited. That would be, and I should just let that marinate. God, oh. I love you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You guys, I'm by the chance, are you guys fans of Star Trek? Have you been seeing the new Star Trek: Strange New World series? Haven't no. watched any of it yet, but yeah. The only reason I bring it up is because in the first episode, the pilot episode of the series, Melanie Scrifano, who plays mm. Mrs. Uh, McMurray. Uh, she plays a character, you know, she's just there for like one scene. She's the woman who wakes up in bed next to Christopher Pike uh, oh. while he's sort of convalescing and sort of trying to escape being a captain. And it turns out she's also a Starfleet captain. And they go and they have a little breakfast and then she heads off to her ship and wishes him well. And I'm thinking, I really expected her to say, you know, I could really, you know, hammer a cocksucking GNT, <laughs> but she didn't say it. But I was like, oh my God, Christopher Pike is banging Mrs. McMurray. <laughs> It totally makes sense. You're going to lay on one of them Starfleet flats where you're... <laughs> <laughs> we went down to Rickon, but it doesn't like rice. Let me tell you about rice. That's a, oh, my God. Home, baby. McMurray. Oh, uh, according to Awesome, that she was also the director... Was she the, the director of the episode? Really? Or she... Uh, um, anyway, I don't know. Uh, the episode. I, 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 I don't know. Melanie Stefania. Well, this is what IMDb was made for. It's the right? reason it exists, you know? Tara's whis whispering to her phone. not work. It's not liking the whispering. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Strange uh, Worlds, episode one. Yeehaw. Who directed this? Akiva Goldsman. Oh, was wow. One of the series co-creators. He, he directed it. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, there you go. I yeah, and that's yeah, that's a that's a big name. <laughs> yeah, he's um he's one of the the big guns at Star Trek these days. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, well, that we're off topic. Sorry, <laughs> it's all good. It's what we do. So, uh, David, thank you so so much for joining us. It's been fantastic. Thank you for having me on. It's of been course. a blast. Yeah, and yeah. you know we look. I look forward to working with you on doing the uh, hell yeah on doing a, your a table read for you. For your, yeah, for your uh, again, it gives me a reason to actually get my butt in gear and get that spec written. Yeah, and, and, and give us some more, uh, give us some more laughs. So <laughs> we could, we, we could all use some more laughs in our life. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And we have a lot of fun doing that. So, um, TR, anything you'd like to say before we head out? No, nah, I'm good. All right. Um, Awesome says Reddit was wrong. Imagine that. What? <laughs> Not come on. How does that happen? Uh, Yes, yeah, awesome is the uh, the the Letterkenny subreddit mod, so the well, main one. The main one, yeah. yeah. Technically, I'm, I'm also I'm also one as well. So, but awesome is the one that generally is working all yeah. friggin' day on it, keeping <laughs> keeping the DGens away. Uh, and she does a great job. All right. So, all right then. Well, uh, so folks, we will see you again. Like I said, next week uh, for season one, episode two, with our guest Danielle Chip Layman. Yep. Uh, and uh, we hope y'all have a fantastic rest of your week until we see you then all right bye thanks so much for putting your bums in our seats today we really appreciate it 
We're so grateful to our longtime Letterkenny fans for being with us this far, and we're also very grateful for any new folks who've chosen to join us. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to hosts at howareyounowpod.com or howareyounowpod at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at howareyounowpod. We'd love to hear from you. We want to give a big shout out to our pals over at Light the Lamp for providing our intro and outro music for the show. The intro tune is For the Win, and the outro tune is Miracle. You can find Light the Lamp on Bandcamp, Twitter, and Instagram. Please go check them out. Their links will be in our show notes. And, as we like to say, Shut the fuck up, Sanguinette!